basically wins week five. I can't believe it. We have literally today and tomorrow and, and next Sunday, and that's it. Um, so it's been amazing sitting with you, growing with you, um, getting to see your guys' updates and you guys taking on this challenge. Chris and I have loved it. Um, last week we focused on networking, which is amazing and stretching. Um, and before everybody got on the call, I was telling Chris about what networking essentially meant to me during this past week. Um, there was sort of a major shift because I think when I think of the word networking, I automatically go business, business, business. And it's like, get the top five businesses doing what I'm doing and make that my focus. But, um, there happened to be a shift where I said, how about looking at like, looking at this through the lens of a human capitalist, which is something that an old boss would tell me. He would say, make a human capitalist or a human cat. He had, actually had a whole book with every single person he met or every single person he'd want to meet. And he would write in there the attributes of why he'd want to engage with them. And he would also ask that next question of not what like they can do for him, but what he could also do for them. So I think that was like a big shift for me where it was like, instead of looking at the top five, like people doing mentorship and then also helping small businesses, I basically shifted and said like, what are opportunities for me to grow or to be challenged? Like who's doing things that would challenge me? Who's doing things that would push me? Um, and that actually led to me, I'm, I'm signed up for a leadership academy that starts next week from someone I interacted with. Um, so it opened up a door that I don't think would have happened if I- Huh? Oh, um, but yeah, so that's something that that's fun that happened from that. Um, stretching, I absolutely sucked at, um, but we did it and we are loose and we're getting better and stronger, which is always the hope with something like this. But that was my experience with it too. How about you, Chris? All right. So I will start with stretching and I think this can go to us as like a group. I, I found I recover better. It, there's like this, it's like a release of like a nice being stuck for me in the morning. Um, and there's like a meditative feel to it that I find peaceful. Now on the other side, like I really struggle with this and what it, I, I kind of went through this week was like, I think we, as a group, we need to continue working on like, I'm being, I'm this, or I'm not that like, we are what we think. And then I would put my man, money on, like, we are what we do. So it's like, I'm not a chef. Okay. But you can cook a meal. So for me, it's like, I hate stretching. I'm not a stretcher. Okay. But you can, you can stretch for 10 minutes then. So it's like, all right, this negotiation of like what I am and what I think I am and all that stuff, it loses to action every single time. Mm -hmm. So the stretching for me, even 10 minutes this week, nice, nice little peaceful flow in the morning. I definitely am less sore throughout the day, but more than anything, it teaches you that's like, you're not stuck in this label that you're not, or you claim not to be. Um, so it was a good teacher for me this week on the networking side, really cool story. Actually, there's, there's a guy that I've been, um, looking up to on social media and he writes and he speaks about mental health and kind of this inner game that we all play. And, and it's somebody that, um, I've gravitated to because, because of his like genuine approach. I, I believe him. Uh, like when I listen to him, I, it's easy to absorb because there's not a lot of fluff or anything like that. And so I looked him up, I sent him a message, I told him a little bit about, you know, what I'm doing and what's going on. And he reached back out and he's like, dude, anytime you want to chat, let's do this. And I was like, well, funny enough, I'm headed to Rome, Georgia, which isn't that far from Nashville. And I was like, 
any way, if I could arrange my schedule, would you be open to grab a coffee or lunch or dinner if I was to somehow get from Rome, Georgia to Nashville? And he's like, dude, hundred percent. So on the calendar, we've got lunch, him and I together. And I'm just excited. One, again, a good lesson that like, we're not that far removed. If we're aspiring to be in some place or space, somebody's there and somebody is likely um, or more than likely willing to like connect and chat with you. So I'm really excited post um, post running man. I'm going to be having lunch with a dude that I've been watching for a little while and I'm excited to just learn from him. So it was just cool to kind of put this practice into play. So good week at networking and stretching. Ruthie, I'll turn it back to you to get this page turned over. Well, you know, because I just lost my spot because that's what I do when I'm multitasking and being phenomenally awesome and <laughs> living my best life. And you keep talking about this individual. Is I there mentioned. anybody, is there anybody that you had in mind, Ruthie, from a networking or stretching standpoint on the call that has a story or anything to share? I'm going to volunteer D because she always loves to be volunteered and to jump onto calls. Um, she always is like, Ruth, pick me. And I'm like, well, let's go. <laughs> You're muted, D. Go ahead, darling. Well, it took me how long? 10 minutes for me to figure out how to put my video on. So I feel like I just won that. I was really trying and I was failing. But anyways, um, I think for me, the easy part was stretching. I... I have learned the value of stretching uh, the hard way in the past. So uh, that one was like, I feel like I didn't really have to put too much effort into it um, because it's a natural part of my training. Um, now the networking thing, I wish I did a little bit more this week. I didn't do a whole lot of that. I wasn't feeling my best, um, been battling a cough this week which has been annoying, but I did kind of have a different mindset because I similar, similarly to Ruth, like you think networking, I used to work in DC and that was like, that was the thing to do was network with as many people as possible. So you had the most connections if you ever needed something in the future. So I, I think in my mind, when I heard networking, I was like a little bit of a negative connotation for me, but, um, so instead, I chose to focus on the people around me, um, and it kind of went hand in hand with like volunteering or um, just reaching out to those around me in need. And my neighbor, I see her almost every morning um, on her way to work, and we always chat for a couple minutes, and she had shared with me that she was struggling um, with some physical stuff, and so I, I wrote her a little card, and I put a little mug that looked like sunshine on her doorstep with a card. And so for me, that was like a small kind of networking thing, just so I could reach out to the people around me. So I didn't really do much networking on like a, a, a real networking type of thing, but that was my experience for the week. But I do wish I did a little bit more um, on that side, but that's where I'm at. Oh, that's super cool. I love the, the approach of like kind of that business negative connotation to something more, a little bit more genuine of a feel, right. A little bit more like, um, yeah, just helping others and those around you and like simple as meeting neighbors. That's really cool. 
Um, so thanks for sharing that. Ruthie, how are we feeling? Love it. Okay. Love it. Love it. It's all okay. long enough, Ruth. <laughs> yes, that was perfect, D. You set me up perfectly, and I appreciate that. Um, so this week, our beautiful week, we are focusing on two things. Um, the first one is a letter to you, which is a really, really cool thing because I've already started it and I want to like make sure you guys are set up well for that. And then the second one is hydration because we all need to be drinking water, but like real water, not fake water. I didn't know this was a thing, but there is a thing. So we'll go through that a little bit. So when I started going through and reading through the letter to you, and I started writing it. What I found for myself was I started essentially doing this, like, I want to call it like my Disney version of like, this is who I'm going to be. And it's going to be great. And there's going to be world peace. And I'm going to be a part of like bringing it to the world and went through this whole little dance. And then finally, I was like, oh, Ruth Ann Gladys, let's get back to reality. And let's actually talk to ourselves in truth. Right. Because I think that there is a beauty in having big goals, but I think that there's also a responsibility to have big goals that go through also the things that are important to you. So whenever I'm working with a client, I always ask him, what are your needs and what are your wants? Um, and that's something that I also found myself journaling through in like the first couple pages of like, who do I want to be known for? What 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 I found in there is that I have very specific needs in certain areas where I want to make sure that I'm an individual who serves the people that are in my foxhole, the people that I love, the people who I would give my life for, like there is, I find joy in serving them, right? And so that is a very specific need for me. So if someone tries to come in my life and starts affecting that, that person has to be removed. So when I set goals, this also has to be a part of my goal setting of where I say, if I'm here in 10 years, then the people in my foxhole, this is how they're benefited by my growth. And this is what it looks like. So when you go through this, I think it's really, really important to go back to originally what you wrote in regards to like who you are and what you want and what you need um, in the beginning of the book. And then start from there when you're writing this letter to yourself 10 years from now. Um, the book also has some different prompts to help you like write some of this fundamental stuff out. So there's already like questions to help guide you get into this mindset. But like, I want us to be almost like very truthful to ourselves because in truth, there's also grace. So when I was writing mine or, or starting mine and finally like fully having this conversation with myself, I found the areas of focus were my faith, my family, and then freedom. Um, those three buckets essentially determine sort of how I was writing to myself. So um, for me, it's like, I want to become this woman who has such a deep and beautiful faith to the point that everyone around me is blessed by it. So it shouldn't be this judgmental thing or attack. Like it should be something where someone comes and spends five to 10 minutes for me and they leave better than when they first came and interacted with me. And I feel for me that's happens when I'm fully connected into my faith and I'm fully being the woman that God created me to be. The second thing with my family, that goes back to like my foxhole people. Um, me and my siblings have been through craziness in life. Um, we lost our parents at different stages in tragic ways. Um, but these are the people who also are like the ones who love the beautiful disaster that I am, right? And so when I look 10 years from now, I looked at every single one of them and I said, this is how I hope I bless every single one of you. Like I'm able to serve you in this way and you're able to be able to do 10 times what you think is possible. Um, 
me and my family stalk each other. We go on family walks every Wednesday and we share our dreams and ambitions. So like when I was writing this, I was looking at their dreams and ambitions and asking, how can I help them reach those things? So it's like in 10 years from now, this person's done this and this person's done this. And then I ask, what do I need to do in order to help them accomplish that? And then the last thing that I talked about in my writing was this idea of freedom, right? Like I love my life right now. Um, most people thought I was crazy when I was leaving my job because it's stable and it's like, you're gonna start your own business, you're gonna do this other stuff. But like working for myself has allowed me to build a schedule where I'm super productive in the early morning, but then I'm with the people that I love in the afternoon. So like in the afternoon, I can call a friend that I haven't talked to in a while and just catch up, or we can go get coffee, or I can sit with someone and learn from them and have a life where I'm actually engaging with those people in my foxhole. Um, and so when I look at freedom 10 years from now, it was like, I want to work less. So what do I need to do now in order to be able to do that? And so it essentially helped me sort of like realign what activities I could be doing to help me get to that point. Um, but helping yourself look at it through your needs and wants is also going to be super helpful just for you to like let it all out. So those are sort of like the two approaches I looked at in regards to doing this. Chrissy baby. Love that, Ruthie. Um, okay, I want us to think about we are constantly in flux. We are constantly changing, good, bad, or indifferent, right? Like think about yourself at five years old to 15 years old to 25 years old to 35 years old. Like those are big decades of change. I think at this point in life too, we're looking at, I'm gonna admit Jade in here. Did he run his hundred? Did he I don't run? know if he's running yet. Is it this week? I don't know. Look at Jayden. that guy. Jaden, when's your run? Do you do your run? Uh, Friday. Yes, dude. For those that don't know, he's running, correct me if I'm wrong, 100 miles or 100K? 100 miles. 100 miles from a hospital to home. Can you walk us through that real quick? <laughs> then I'm like getting thrown into it, right? Yep. In the, right You're here, bud. You're in. I want everybody to know this is super cool. Yeah, though. this is so cool. Sorry, sorry, I haven't been on. I've been like literally just in training mode, and I've just like haven't been able to join. But yeah, I um, I I don't know if I, I think I've met everyone on here. I'm not sure, but um, if not, um, I had cancer when I was 16. Did three and a half years of chemo at the Children's Hospital in Vancouver. Um, two years ago, I ran from where I live to the hospital and did 100k and raised 125 grand for the hospital. And so now, um, when you stop chemo, the highest risk for it to come back is five years after you stop. So this Friday, I have my last ever checkup. So I'm going to go to the appointment and then run 100 miles home. So that's what I'm up to. So badass, dude. And Vancouver is on West Coast time. What time of day do you think you're going to be starting? Um, so I'm starting the run. My appointment's at three. Starting the run at six a couple hours afterwards um so that'll be nine o'clock your guys' time and then i'll probably my coach thinks it'll take like 24 hours so i'm gonna finish like nine or it's like 6 p.m western time on the saturday the cow dude and how can how can people help how can people get involved um, yeah, so my Instagram is this underscore my name, Jaden Lee, and then the link to donate to my bio, and then a bunch of people from like the all day community and like the 29029 community and just people that I've met through going to these events 
are coming out so they'll be it'll be all over my socials and stuff um and it's getting like documented with a videographer um and a photographer and stuff so it'll all be all, all it'll be all over there you're Sorry, I'm walking home with a bag of groceries so no you got it it looks like you're in a halloween costume or something i was wondering what you had going on <laughs> i just walked home from the grocery store dude so excited for you we're all we're all in your corner uh it's gonna be a great great what what great day what's the furthest that you've run so far uh, my last run that i did for them so 103 kilometers so okay. this will be 162 kilometers let's go dude badass you are you are a real time <laughs> hero dude. we're all in your corner thanks uh, man i appreciate it you got it. that was all what, a, what an intro to the call yeah that was, love that it. was all un unscripted for everybody so I, I, I didn't i didn't mean i didn't i didn't mean to interrupt go back to what you guys are talking about i'm glad you did dude. i'm glad you did thanks for being here um okay so we are talking about a letter to you i want you guys thinking that thinking of it as like we're constantly in flux we're constantly in motion 5 to 15 to 25 35 45 those are big changes of decades what I want us to be thinking about as we write this is the cost of not changing. I was in sales for a long time, just about a decade, actually. And you can go to a customer, whatever you're selling, a service, a good, a product, doesn't matter. Here's the price. Here's the ROI. Here's how we do it better. Here's what's going to happen when you buy from me, blah, 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 blah. The one that always stood out the most, the equation that literally works the best when you're selling is the cost of not changing. If you don't do this, here is what the cost is, right? So for us as a human being, if we don't think about change in a positive way, what does that mean for us? That could mean boredom. That could mean regression. That could mean letting ourselves down. So I think it's really important as you think about the next de decade and you write to yourself in 10 years, what are some of the big goals that you want to accomplish, right? Like what are some big milestones that you're going to be super proud of on top of like, Think about this from like every single day of your life, right? If you want to dive a little deeper, like how are you feeling physically and mentally? Write about that. How do you feel about your friends, your family, your community? What do your finances look like? What do your days look like? Like what time are you getting out of bed? Like where do you, where are you getting your smiles from? What brings you joy? Like pull all of that out because mani manifesting is so freaking real that once we start to put it on paper, we can start to believe it and we can start to act that way. So I think- out of all these 31 habits, for me personally, this was the one that hit me the most um, as the most impactful because I started to see things. I started to see the direction that I wanted to go. And it's like a kick in the ass when it comes to accountability too. Like the whole Mel Robbins thing, like nobody's coming. It's up to you, you versus you, however you want to take that. Like it's real. Like nobody is coming to create a great decade for us. It's up to us. And so writing it on paper to me hit me so hard. And I hope it does that for you guys as well. Highly recommend giving yourself at least 30 minutes, like take 45, an hour or more. Do not limit yourself when it comes to like typed words or how much you want to write, physically write. Let it go. And you are in charge of your next 10 years. So go get it. This is a really fun one. On the hydration side, I want to start by saying, I don't think that there, you might be able to see this, you might not. I don't think that there's a better water bottle ever made than the old school. You know what I'm talking about, Ruthie? From this yeah. You know what I'm talking about. The orange yeah, top. It's the greatest of all time. Um, so here's what we're doing on the hydration front. And I'll tell you why 64 ounces of fluid, think water or water with electrolytes or water with a lemon that's going down the hatch minimum, right? That's pretty easy to get to. You can go eight hours at the top of every hour for the first eight hours of your day and get there. That is very simple. Eight ounces is not, not much at all. We can get there. I, I know that to be true. If you want to crank this thing up, 
try to avoid caffeine for the first 90 minutes from when your feet hit the floor in the morning. That is actually going to help your sleep a ton and it allows your body to wake up pretty darn naturally. So you avoid that afternoon crash. Like Ruthie and I were talking earlier, she gets up super early in the morning, tries to get her feet on the ground, get some water down. She'll get a workout done before she starts with caffeine. And that actually helps her stay pretty consistent throughout the day. So one thing I've definitely struggled with is like that two or three o'clock lull, what's going on. It, it can be from pumping caffeine pretty much as soon as we get up. So give yourself about 90 minutes if you can. And then do me a favor and send every single energy drink ever made, send it to the moon. That thing can just red hot express, get it out of here. It's never going to do any, any good. I don't care how good you feel for the next 10 minutes after that thing. One thing I want us to think about, if, if you may have heard of this, it's called the HALT method. If you're ever like cranky or you're in that state, that's like, this is, this is not me. Like I'm kind of snippy and snappy and man, I just, I got this attitude. I know it's here. I can't get away from it. There's something called the HALT method. You can ask yourself, am I hungry? Am I angry at something from earlier? Am I lonely or am I tired? Those are the big four. That's, that's typically your big indicators that you're like a little bit cranky and get away from me. We can add dehydrated to that because there's science now coming out when you're dehydrated, you are freaking cranky. So hungry, angry at something else, lonely, tired, and dehydrated, halted. So let's get to at least 64 ounces any way possible. Add some electrolytes. Water with lemon is a great flush early in the morning. And then try, if you can, give yourself about 90 minutes before we start cranking that caffeine. I am definitely going to be showboating these old school Gatorades. They might still be from high school, Ruthie, but that I don't I don't care. These things oh, are amazing. Tried and tested, so. They're making a comeback. Don't worry about it. They are. It. They're making a comeback. So I'll kick it back to you, Ruthie, to bring us home with some hydration and then um, chat a little bit about this coming week. Absolutely. So there's so much research out there in regards to making sure that you dry, like drink live water. And I kept on being like, this looks sus. This looks like some random thing in Sedona where people like, you know, do crazy stuff. Um, but the more I've studied it, the more I'm like, all right, I need to make sure that I'm drinking water and it's actually going into my body and helping me. So I'm just going to share what I've been doing. Um, so lately what I do before I take my first glass of water is I literally just take a pinch of salt and put it in my mouth and then drink the water. And what I've found with that is that like when I do my sauna sessions, my water is still like, it's coming out, but I don't feel, um, like completely drained. Right. So that was something that I noticed personally is that when I start my, my day with just a little, like literally it's a pinch of salt and water, I'm finding I'm able to like go through my workouts, go through my sauna sessions. And I, I feel that my water is actually working with me and the salt's helping me retain it. Um, something I've also started to do is I'm actually paying attention. This is going to sound crazy. We're not crazy. I want you to know this. Uh, we have a P chart in all of our bathrooms. Uh, and this is mainly for my nephews to let them know, like, are you hydrated or not based upon the color of their pee? And so that's also something that I use to be like, hey, am I actually like hydrating and taking care of my body so that it's able to do these fundamental things? You literally can just go online and Google it and it will come out. You can print it. You put it on your wall. Um, we have it in all of our bathrooms. People walk in, they're like, something's happening here. Uh, but that's what it's for in case you ever come over um, and you see that chart on the wall. But like our, like our big thing right now is just like to make sure you guys have fun with this. Make sure that you're taking care of your body. Um, you know, you're going to see the bathroom like 30 million times as you first start this, but then as you get better with it, it won't be as intense, but it's going to help you guys with your training and, um, just getting us ready for whatever big races we have. 
Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the fun that I have for you guys. I might send out a couple different articles that you guys can check out on the difference in regards to like live water or not. Like some people are like, Hey, don't mess with my water, but it's all good. Um, but apart from that, that's all we have for today. Um, getting us ready to start the week and get after it. And then the pages, Chris, I think it's page 40 for the letter, but I can't remember what the other one is. 16 yeah, page, page 40 is the letter. And then page 18 is hydration. Perfect. Awesome, guys. Guys, let's win this week.